God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in yet again to Faith Fire Media. I'm Frank Mickens, your host, and I praise God for you. I pray that as you join us, that you are experiencing deep uh, roots of faith in this season of time. We are in a new age. Amen. This is the post-COVID age, and it is a, a wonderful time to be a believer because God is revealing himself in such deep and powerful ways to his people. He wants to illustrate himself to you. He wants to color in between the lines and begin to reveal himself in ways that will enamor you with him because he is oh so beautiful. He is glorious. He is full of splendor. He is majestic. We adore you, Lord, and we delight in him. Listen, before I get into today's word, which is strictly about famine, I want to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the joy that we can have even in trials. Glory to God, knowing that you make a way of escape. God, show us the way of escape. It is you, Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. You are proclaiming to us, preaching to us that you are our first love and we are to delight in you. In the name of, the G of Jesus, whoso dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. That is my proclamation over every person hearing this and over the body of Christ in general. Your church, the universal church, the ecclesia will be in your shadow, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, Frank, why are you so excited? Well, listen, famine, that could be a scary word. And I want to just start by saying there is no reason for you to be afraid. There is a reason for you to be sober, but the Lord Lord is just ringing in my spirit today the word famine. In fact, I jumped on here because the Lord has just been engrossing me with that word today, and it's not the first time I believe he's saying it's time for me to speak to his people. In fact, in prayer today, as I ministered before the Lord, I heard the Lord say, Frank, I need you to speak to the people. I need you to speak to my children. I need you to, to warn them, encourage them, direct them, and give them food for thought. Give them food, Frank. And so that's why I'm here today. So listen, Let's talk about famine, 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 famine. Uh, I want to read the scriptures first because I saw a specific demonic principality. The Lord revealed this to me in my sleep. During a deep sleep, the Lord reveals things through visions and dreams. And he showed me a demonic being that had a big old bag. And I'm smiling if you're watching this on video because there's no reason to be afraid. But he had this big old bag of fear. I heard it in the spirit. I heard the word fear when I saw this big bag. And I also heard the word tricks. So it was a bag of tricks. The, the Lord is encouraging us that we need to walk by faith and not by sight. Glory to God. Second Corinthians 4 is a great place to be as well. That we will set our eyes on things that are eternal and those things that are not temporal. Because the eternal things, those are the things that matter. Glory to God. And God is preparing his bride so that when he returns... Everything will be all set. In fact, it is only when the bride is prepared that Jesus can return. And so there's no reason to be afraid. We're in a great time to be alive because as we're being prepared, we're being introduced over and over, reintroduced to Jesus, who is the image of the Father, learning Jesus. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. And that's why we're here today. So I want to speak into your heart the word simply put, do not fear. Do not fear. Yes, I'm hearing the word famine, and this is economic, yes. And God is going to be rebuking the devourer in your life. You need to be tithing. You need to be giving your offerings to the Lord and trusting God. You need to be getting set free from any fear of lack. You need to be getting set free, free from the fear of tithing your first 10%. The Bible says that we should give him the best of our first fruits, give him our very best 
of the first fruits of our increase. That is a heart thing. That is us being devoted to God. It's us expressing our adoration and trust in him. It is not the act that's important. It's the heart behind it. He's not in, involved in the outward appearance of things. He's involved with the heart. God wants your heart and he wants more and more of it in this season because the Lord needs us to be shining brightly. And that means he's got to get some stuff out of us, including fear. So when I saw this bag of fear and, and this bag of tricks, I knew it was a strategy of the enemy that was going to be unleashed in greater measure in the coming months, in the coming year. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know when it's going to begin. It has not started, but it's coming. And God is sending people like myself to warn you and to prepare you that you need to be of good cheer because Jesus has overcome the world. Amen, amen, and amen. Before going any further, I just want to explain if you're a first-time visitor, first-time listener, this is Faith Fire Media, which is a ministry of Faith Fire Worldwide Revival Ministries, where our mission is simply put to fan the flame of revival around the world. That means that we want to see the body of Christ involved in engaging in the kingdom of God, loving Jesus, and we want to reach the world with the preached word, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so we appreciate you being here. You can check out more on us at faithfireworldwide.com. God bless you. And you can sign up for our newsletter and also text alerts if you want to be informed of what's going on with our ministry and when we're going live or when we're posting new podcasts. You can get text alerts at faithfire. Text that word to 55498. Faithfire to 55498. It's on your screen if you're watching us via YouTube. All right, welcome to YouTube viewers, welcome to our audio viewers, and let's get into the Word of God. Let's read now from Matthew chapter 28, beginning at verse 16. So this is Jesus, and it says, Then the eleven disciples, this is after the resurrection, they went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. So this was when Jesus was about to leave for good before he sent his Holy Spirit. So he had been appearing to his disciples in his resurrected body with the wounds still in his hands and feet. And he was ministering them not to them not to be afraid. He knew he needed to spend time with them. He needed to spend these 40 days with them to encourage them not to give up. Glory to God. And we knew that even after this, Peter and some of the disciples went back to fishing. So Jesus knows our heart. He knows our limitations. He knows what we can handle. And so he ministers to us where we are. I want to encourage you today. No one's asking you to be a spiritual superhero when we say the word famine. No, just be who you are in Christ. Devoted. Uh, uh, in love with Christ and relying on Christ. But this was interesting that he, he said to the 11 disciples to come out from Jerusalem into Galilee, set apart, and then into a mountain, which represents worship. So it was a sanctified time, a time to separate them from everyone else, to minister to the Lord and to receive encouragement. And that's the season we're entering. Jesus wants you to build a mountain of worship in your home. He wants you to come out from among them and be separate. He wants you to come and go to an appointed place in the spirit that he has for you. Verse 17, when they saw him, say, I'm going to see him. Say it to yourself. I'm going to see Jesus. This is a time God is going to be meeting us. In verse 17, it says, when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Oh, come on. That's not a criticism. It's truth. And God uses the truth to edify us. You will have doubts in this upcoming season. You will say, am I crazy? I'm ministering to the Lord, but things don't seem easy. Things seem like they might slip up from under me. I might fall into a pit all of a sudden. Be of good cheer. He's overcome the world. Verse 18, and Jesus came and spoke to them, listen to his words, saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. He has all authority. 
Let me minister to you from right here. You're going to hear him. It says Jesus came and spoke to them. When you have these encounters with God, it's not just for feel good. He wants to speak and instruct you, encourage you, give you a word that you can live on. It's bread. Amen. It's nourishment. It has nutrients, spiritual nutrients that you need in your soul, man, in order to be guided in this in this world. The, the Bible says that the angel came to Elijah in the middle of a famine. And said, you need to eat and drink because the journey is too far. And so the angel brought spiritual food and Elijah managed to live off of that for 40 days without eating again. The Lord wants to do the impossible in you, through you and for you in this upcoming season. Make him your desire. And then he can speak to you and say something like he said to them. All authority has been given to me, daughter. All authority has been given to me, son, on heaven and on earth right now. We're not waiting until Jesus returns for him to have all authority. He's got all the authority now. The only reason, well, one of the reasons why Jesus hasn't comes back yet is because he hasn't seen the fullness of the measure of the harvest that he's been promised by the father. The, pro the father promised him the nations. And so he's waiting for the nations to come to himself. He's waiting for his bride to come together and his bride to be ready for his return so he can bring us home to the father and be in one of those many mansions that he's preparing for us, which is another reason why Jesus had to leave. He had to prepare a place for us as he's making intercession for us. He's making space for us in heaven. Glory to God. So then he does, he commissioned them. After he encouraged them about, you can trust me, I've got all the authority. He said, go therefore. What does that mean? Go in my authority. I'm sending you. And man, I heard a word from Pastor Sean Johnson at our church at World Victory International Christian Center in Greensboro the other day. He said, when you go in the name of someone, you're going with their authority. He said, I have all authority. Now you go. He's saying, take my authority with you and make disciples of what? All the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Which means it is so. He sealed it with his word. It is so. It is done. This is truth. This is real. This is already done. There's grace here. The word of God cannot be shaken. And I'm telling you in this era where things are getting shaken, we're being taught that the word of God cannot be shaken. He wants to come to you in your private time in a famine and speak to you in such a powerful way that you'll grab the word, live off that word and has spiritual manifestation in the natural realm. He brings the impossible into being in your life. You're going to learn that God has all the provision that you need. You're going to learn that God has everything in his command. You're going to learn that God knows what you need and that you don't need as much as you think you know. And as he's doing this, he's creating in us a trust, creating in us a trust in his authority so that we can go. We've been talking about revival. We've been talking about uh, even on this podcast, awakening is what the Lord's even looking for. After revival will come global awakening where, where unbelievers will see the shining brightness and glory of God's church and come to the church. People who will never come to Jesus have to see the bright light of the church in such measure that they cannot help themselves. That's going to be a great awakening when the church influences the culture. The church is not going to influence the culture through government. It's going to influence the culture through the power of the spirit of God, the all consuming fire. And he's building in us a desire to be set free from this world, to minister to him above everything else so that we can go and baptize them in the name of the father and the son and the Holy Spirit and teach them 
meaning disciple them. And then the last thing Jesus says, and this is what we have to really grab hold of as we enter into a famine season. He says, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. We'll never be without Jesus. But will we be distracted from Jesus? That is critical. We have to eliminate distractions. And that's something I'm going to have to come on and talk about in another podcast. I need to make this short. I just need to encourage you. There's a famine coming and it will shake the earth. It will shake the world again. And it's going to be economic. Glory to God. But be of good cheer for he has overcome the world. Glory to God. You don't have to fear. You don't have to fear. I just want to encourage you. Listen, the Lord is not allowing me to, to tell you what he's shown me because he doesn't want to leave place for fear. Perfect love casts out fear. And so I don't want you to be a victim because the Bible says fear has torment. I'm not going to give you something the Lord has given me that I think is going to open you up to torment. But be of good cheer. What is coming, the Lord has prepared. What is coming, the Lord has a place prepared for you. Begin to seek his face. Go into that place, that Goshen, where the Bible records that in the times of the plagues of Egypt, the people of God were in Goshen and were not impacted at all by the plagues. Find your Goshen. Set up an altar in your home where you meet with the Lord and inquire of the Lord and listen to his voice as he begins to deal with you and teach you and show you where your provision will come from, where your next blessing will come from, how he wants to make, he wants you to make practical steps to protect your resources, glory to God, and your family. Do not fear. Somebody say out loud, I will not fear. Say it again. I will not fear in the name of Jesus. Father, I praise you for your goodness. You are so kind. You are so, so uh, amazing. You are special, God. We set you apart in our hearts. You said, sanctify the Lord God in your heart. That's what we do. We make a special place for you, God. We exalt you. We extol you. We lift you up, God. We want to see you. And you allow these shakings so that those things which cannot be shaken will be those things that remain. Show us those things, God. Teach us the person of Jesus, the heart of the Father. Set us on fire for you, for the building of your kingdom and the advancement of the kingdom of God in the earth. We are your daughters and sons. We are brothers and sisters in your family. And you're returning the hearts of the children to the fathers and the hearts of the fathers to the children. You are reconciling us. You are breaking down division little by little, God. We're going to come together and we're going to shine brightly and people are going to see we're under your authority and we're going to work signs and miracles and wonders as we baptize people of all nations. And you're with us the entire time. And as you wrote at the end of Matthew, amen. It is so in Jesus name. Lord, I, I bless you for this time with our brothers and sisters. Again, if you want to learn more about our ministry, go to faithfireworldwide.com, faithfireworldwide.com. We want to minister to you and we praise God for you. Until we see you next time, may, make next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he give you peace in the name of Jesus. We'll see you. Bye now.